following message is the word of God from Abiyokuta Believers Meeting, Latter Rains. Be blessed. Specific things that should happen in Mount Zion. If it is truly Mount Zion, there are certain things that should and must happen. Hallelujah. Let me just very quickly I believe pastor that there are four things that must happen in any and every meeting every conference every church service if this does not happen um, let me let me advise you you're going to have a lot of these kinds of things so I know you know that but there is the spirit that is drawing men is like an initiation into a dimension in the spirit and we have been saturating ourselves under the ministry of the word right from yesterday up until now it's impossible for you to be the same it's impossible when moses stayed in the presence of god he didn't even realize when his face began to capture that glory when he stepped out people saw his face and they saw that illumination a testament that he had been with god hallelujah four things that must happen in any meeting as proof that god came number one encounters supernatural encounters any meeting that does not sustain the ability to bring encounters is a total waste of time no matter how well organized no matter how the longevity of the event an encounter is a supernatural activity that causes the reality of a person or a thing to be furnished in your spirit the goal of encounters are to bring conviction conviction many believers do not have conviction and so the stamina the sustainability of our faith work usually is short-changed at at the instance of any challenge we just give up because conviction is not there but it says i know whom i have believed and i am persuaded 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 that although my mother died of cancer my father died of accident i still believe that the spirit of god is a life-giving spirit conviction is where your understanding has grown past the results that if you never see any results you have indoctrinated yourself spirit soul and body about the reality the substance of god the world that we live in today requires conviction not just information we will be challenged day and night with people and events that will seem to prevail over our convictions and the wind came and the rain blew and the house that was built on sand they were all built but the foundation upon which they were built was the difference same thing that happened to the house that was on the rock and the house that was on sand and the bible says the house that was on the rock stood encounters an encounter does not have to be visionary 
but it must be supernatural that whilst the word of god comes there is an activity of the holy spirit much more than the communication of the man of god that happens to your spirit man and you come to a point of settled persuasion about a truth about a reality if you're with me say amen so every and any meeting must come with encounters number two transformation transformation is the name given to the spiritual system that makes men to conform to the image and the character of the christ experientially the name is transformation the bible says now the lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty then it says we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of god he says we are transformed from one dimension of glory to another it matters that people are transformed chapter 12 and verse 1 romans i beseech thee brethren by the mercies of god that ye offer your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god and he calls it your reasonable act of worship verse 2 says and be not conformed to this world is the greek word aeon it means the pattern the culture the mindset the stronghold that is associated with a dispensation he says but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind and that in doing that you'll be able to prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of god believers have to be transformed this i believe is the limitation with the ministries that are so lavishly vested with the grace for signs and wonders there usually is very little space to be able to culture the believers into a superior understanding it's important that the, the you see as powerful as god is the only gateway to your life is your mindset they limited him in the wilderness psalm 78 and verse 41 they limited the holy one god was limited by men so it matters that believers are educated and transformed and that comes through the word and let me say this many people and respectfully speaking even many preachers talk about the word the word the word but the truth is very few people pastor know what the word is what many people think is the dishing out of scripture and exegesis of scripture that's not the word no the word of god is the compendium from the greek logos the thoughts of a man the word of god is an encapsulation of the methodologies the systems and the principles of the kingdom the word of god is not just a scriptural education of a mind no there is a difference between education and illumination let me show you something isaiah chapter 29 and verse 11 isaiah 29 and verse 11 there is a realm where both the educated and the uneducated need help when it comes to spiritual things it has nothing to do with your level of intellectual development only helps your receptivity it doesn't bring the revelation the bible says the vision of all is become unto you look up please as the words of a book that is that means this book you see he didn't say it is closed it is sealed 
which men deliver to one that is learned saying read this i pray thee and he said i cannot why because it is sealed next verse and the book is delivered to him that is not learned saying read this i pray thee and he says i'm not learned in the first place so there is a realm where both the learned and unlearned will sit down and depend on the wisdom of the holy spirit Eli who said in chapter 32 and verse 8, he says, but there is a spirit in man, agreed, but it is the inspiration of the Almighty that makes men of understanding. Understanding is a miracle. The fortitude to comprehend the systems of the kingdom, this is what understanding is. And the Bible says, in all you're getting, get understanding. So when we say the word, the scribes, the, remember the Pharisees, they, they, they had the Torah, the Pentateuch. They had it. He said, ye air, not knowing the scriptures. They were offended at the ministry of Jesus. How dare you challenge our intelligence? We, we have been vetted by a rabbinical council and been found worthy. We're not just Pharisees for nothing. And Jesus said, ye search the scriptures because in them you think you will find life and you will not come to me. The locals. Of God. People must be transformed. It is not the word of God that changes people. No. It is the word of God that is accurately taught and understood with grace on it that transforms people. Was it not Satan that comes to carry the word in the heart of men and it has no effect on him? Satan comes to the word who fasted with anointing on top. Jesus finishes his 40 days fasting and the first person he sees is Satan. And Satan is not shaking under the anointing. The word with the spirit. Satan is not afraid of the word. He is afraid of the faith that comes when the word is understood and engaged. Remember that his official assignment before his fall was the light bearer. He was the custodian of the mysteries of the kingdom. So the word of God does not scare Satan. It was his office. The light bearer. The holder of the mysteries of God. It was on account of that that he believed that all he held was all of God. And so he says, I will, I will arise above the stars of God. I will be like the most high. I have what it takes to run a parallel government. Because you see, knowledge by its character puffs up. That's why the Bible says, ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. He said, from such depart. Are we blessed now? So transformation is the spiritual system by which the word of God becomes the agency for communicating the thoughts, the ideas, the methodologies, the modus operandi of the kingdom. It is God's desire that we understand his systems of operation. The word of God is rich in you, not to the degree to which you crime verses, but to the degree to which your understanding. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9. Remember, it says that we be filled. There, it was the desire of Paul writing to the church in Colossus. Please read it. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and desire that you be filled with three things. What's number one, please? The knowledge of his will. Number two, wisdom number three spiritual understanding so he's praying that these dimensions of knowledge be engrafted in the saints 
spiritual understanding. It matters that we understand. The reality of the life of God cannot find expression in us until understanding activates it. In this kingdom, the activator of spiritual realities is understanding. He told the eunuch, understandest what thou readest. Chapter 4 and verse 18 of Ephesians. It's still an exhortation tonight. He says, um, having their understanding darkened, and then it says, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. So the ignorance that is resident within your heart can, can limit the potentials of the life, the power, even the impartation that you receive. Are we together now? I'm giving us these scriptures because tonight is an exhortation so that we'll pray. Psalm 82, verse 5 to 7. It says, They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness, and all the foundations of the earth are out of course. Verse 6 says, Have I not said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High? The next verse says, But ye shall die like mere men, and fall like one of these princes. So the absence of knowledge can reduce one enthroned to become like a mere man. It matters that believers are transformed. The teaching ministry is the system allotted by God's wisdom to equip men. The teaching ministry, the teaching ministry, when the word of God is taught line upon line, precepts upon precepts, then the saints come into a comprehension of the ways, the methodologies of God. One of the mistakes I think with, with the church and, and we men of God have to take a lot of responsibility for that is there is no there is no there is no exactness in our spiritual communication. Most times we find ourselves being victims of communicating just any information that is spiritual and we do not even know what results that that precept of the kingdom was supposed to achieve. So we just gather a lot of informations and continue to dish them in hope that at least one will work. And it will work. But the danger is we will never gain mastery because we do not know what spiritual law is responsible for what result. So Paul says, awake thou that sleepest. He says to walk circumspectly. There is a level of spiritual accuracy that we can step into. Like Jesus knowing what to do on what matter if someone comes to you and say man of god i need restoration you don't try principles at random you have through the sacrifice of alignment and transformation you know the spiritual principles are located for that the knowledge of god is infinite but the knowledge of his ways as far as the victory of the saints are concerned is finite it's a body of knowledge it can be known this is what is called marvelous light. It is our access into that mystery that makes us a chosen generation. That this body of truth have been reserved for a generation. The Bible says that we have been called from darkness into not light, marvelous light. Remember, this, 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 this are, these are final words. The apostle, usually when he's rounding up, he will, say, he will just give final words. So this is what we are doing. That at first there must be encounter. Second, there must be transformation. How do you know people are transformed? There will be a synergy of understanding 
regardless of background regardless of limitations regardless of education because you see don't say an uneducated person cannot understand the things of god i just showed you there is an activity of the spirit is only the capacity to express it in its riches that is limited by the depravity of his mind but the comprehension of the same is not it has nothing to do with with his the privilege or otherwise that he has educationally speaking so from children to the aged ones there must be a system of maturing them through the accurate communication of the precepts of the kingdom number three the third reality that must exist every time the saints gather together is that there must be an opportunity to allow the multifaceted dimensions of the power of god to be made visible in the midst of his people the lord in the midst of thee is mighty it matters that the people have an opportunity to encounter the outstretched hand of god god desires to be made manifest all through scripture you see his presence seeking to be known because there is there is something that his presence revealed in the midst of his people can do it matters that there be a system of translating these truths we know into our reality the word became flesh and dwelt among us and then we beheld his glory even as of the begotten full of grace and truth if the word does not become flesh if the prosperity does not become flesh are we together if the restoration if the advancement does not become flesh every church service every meeting must give god an opportunity it doesn't have to happen by direct ministration now is the time for signs and wonders it's a product of a consciousness that this atmosphere will ever permit you to heal oh god so even if it's just an opening prayer a closing prayer we are in alignment with all of you at any point it is within your your power to step in in a service and bless and build so you can be teaching on something that has nothing to do with signs and wonders but because of the access that the people have given god in that dimension you find out that they are blessed it's not about falling down it's not about shouting it's about a consciousness that god you are allowed this far to find expression are we blessed we cannot hold a conference like this and then allow the oppressed to go back oppressed and hope no 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 it's, it's terrible it's not an endorsement of a man of god's anointing you see our attention must be on the compassion when we have the love of jesus we look from his lens notice that every time jesus performed miracles everybody was angry except the pharisees why because they believed that by his show of superior power he he was they now had what would be called a competition and so they wanted to get him out of the way because he was disrupting the things that they were doing every time you see the power of god don't think of the man of god think what happens to that person who just got healed that someone has been in captivity for decades and in a moment in the twinkling of an eye that challenge leaves forget about the person the vessel that god used look at the compassion look at the good news that comes to that family 
it matters that we allow Jesus to find expression. Otherwise, members will come to church and go to shrines. It will happen. I wish I were lying, but it's true. The desperation that is in our world for real results now is something that people are not negotiating again. You see, people go everywhere, route their ways, get the results, and quietly come back and bring the credit to women of God because they don't want trouble. So they just quietly come back and say, it's your prayer. But sometimes, even as the man of God, you know it, honestly, it's not your prayer. Now, this is not to be sarcastic. Don't get me wrong. I love the body passionately. This is a believer's conference. In all our getting, we must give God space to bless people. Think what will happen all over Abel Kuta by the time all the barren people we know suddenly, in four or five months, we see pregnant women everywhere. And we say, well, what is going on in this, in this city? And we say there is a grace for fruitfulness that is answering to the demand placed by those who love God. Regardless of church, not just something that is privy to a ministry. Think the blessing and the message that will bring. Miracles are powerful. Signs and wonders are miracles with a message on it. Remember my illustration yesterday. It matters. Hearing is our Father glorified. John chapter 15 and verse 8. That means this is how God takes glory. When he bear much fruit. He says, so shall ye be my disciples. In other words, your bearing fruit is proof that I mentored you well. Like someone will teach a coach, will teach a child. And then the child takes first position or at least among the first three. And while they call the child to go and receive the award, you see the, the, how confident and happy the teacher is. Happy. God is depending on our results. He takes pride when we are glorified. Galatians 1.24 And they glorified God in me. Not that they glorified God on the throne. You see, the principles of dominion is that no object glorifies itself. It's against the law of dominion. An object cannot glorify itself. An object proves the worthiness of its being glorified by investing its all in an image. The flawlessness of that image is where the object is glorified. So the sun and the moon, the moon has no light of its own. But we see how great the sun is when the moon shines bright. Are we together now? Yes. So the father cannot glorify himself and he invests all power to the son. The son's finished work on the cross is where the father is glorified. I have glorified you. Remember? Yes. When Jesus defeated hell, death, the grave, and sat at the right hand of the Father, he brought glory to the Father. Now the church, the bride, in partnership with the Holy Spirit, brings glory to the Son. Are you seeing that now? And then the dominion of the church over creation and principalities and power is how the church is glorified. This is the organogram of dominion. The Father is glorified in the Son. The Son is glorified in the church in partnership with the Holy Spirit. And then the church is glorified through her dominion over cosmos, the systems of this world. It matters that we allow the power of God find expression. 
this has nothing to do with ministry the multifaceted dimensions of god's power listen god's power is his currency what money is to our world is what the power of god is to the realm of the spirit it's important to know that if if i met you in in uk and i gave you a thousand pounds you come back to nigeria you drop that thousand pounds to someone in a shop they can call police for you because he thinks you're a drug dealer so you have to convert that money to the naira equivalent that your territory can relate with so when you say god give me a job he gives you power that's how he gives you jobs when he gives you that power you now sustain the grace the system of conversion is very important is god speaking to us yes the power of god is very important it's not just about falling down or wheelchairs rising that's only an aspect of the power of god but the dominion the ability the capacity to subdue principalities and powers when you rise in the sphere of influence that god has ordained for you remember our teaching yesterday again john chapter 1 from verse 6 and 7 there was a man sent from god his name was john the bible says the same came for a witness to bear witness to the light that through him his witness all men might believe this is it this is what we call purpose this is what we call assignment it's not a complicated thing we are witnesses the geography of our assignment is what gives us titles prophet businessman no you are not a businessman you are not a prophet you are not an apostle you are a witness john was not a baptist was not a prophet was a witness jesus himself not a savior the, the, the savior dimension the healer were all tools for effective witness he is called the faithful witness are you understanding this now you see this is how to benefit from a conference pastor that by the time we share the grace you go back your understanding has been altered as a man of god as a businessman are we together on monday you sit in your office and you are not thinking profits you are thinking thy kingdom come thy kingdom come so if your desire for profit is a derivative a subset of that greater desire to see his kingdom come that his kingdom being established in that company demands that you are fruitful and that becomes the correct motivation behind your desire for profits not to prove a point thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven god desires that the influence the weight of his person his influence his culture his character be made manifest and if we can get this done in abelkuta then the kingdom has come the kingdom comes when his will is done everywhere the will of god is done his kingdom comes you will see that environment begin to reflect the glory of heaven remember a popular scripture job 38 and verse 33 knowest thou the ordinances of heaven and canst thou establish the dominion thereof on the earth do you understand the principles by which heaven uses to remain that flawless in operation and can you bring down that reality to your realm your domain we need the power of god 
believers don't reject the power of god it doesn't matter what you understand or you do not understand about it a believer that is not empowered is a believer that is fruitless listen carefully a believer that is not empowered is a believer that is fruitless we need both illumination and empowerment none of them will cover for the other again i make reference to the teaching that we so graciously had at house of david by the way let me it's not my culture but quite honestly let me recommend that if you can get the cds of that conference it will bless you in no small way i teach there on the mystery of the ten virgins the the lamb and the oil the bible says five were wise five were foolish the foolishness was ignoring the oil that was it and for a start both the wise and the foolish looked the same it was time that proved who were wise those wise and those foolish so all of them had the word of god they had lambs and they were all virgins they were not sinners but five carried oil they subscribed to the ministry of the holy spirit as the supplier the word itself walked under a closed heaven for 30 years until the spirit activated the power in the world jesus the word that became flesh walked under a closed heaven say i need to be empowered it's true it's true ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost look at jesus jesus is saying look tarry tarry he's pleading with you he's saying look i desire for my kingdom to come but don't be in a hurry you will be frustrated tarry ye in jerusalem remember the disciples tried they used zeal alone and they came back with very negative testimonies the evil in our world will require the power of god to subdue principalities and powers it's true psalm 63 i think how terrible art thou in your ways through the greatness of thy power shall thy enemies submit themselves to you the power of the holy ghost is very important who is this man that the winds and the waves obey him who is this man that all accounts and business transactions obey him who is this man that the two lived gates of every city obey him it is never for men of god men of god are only custodians of that grace please listen 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 you have to understand this if, if you are being blessed say amen you see god does not store his anointing in bottles no no we have more value for the bottles than the men god does not store his anointing in bottles or jars these are just they, they are conduits they are they are the, the bottles themselves and the oil must be anointed by the vessel who is anointed the official storehouse of god's power amen is that true do you agree with me so if if god anoints me and i anoint a bottle of oil then it becomes anointed it's not the oil that anoints the man no no so it matters listen carefully when men of god carry this power it was never supposed to stay with him remember when god gives you a thing and you pile it and keep it he calls you a rich fool it doesn't have to do with money money was just the example there that everything that it comes from god to you and it should flow it should flow it should flow from the throne there was a river 
that flowed in the garden of eden there was a river that flowed anything that is of god flows whatever stays stagnant is not of god so when god invests that dimension of grace and glory upon a man he puts it on jacob but his intention is israel god does not anoint the whole israel so he anoints jacob for time of granting that a territory receives certain distribution of spiritual possibilities the anointing does not work generically just because you are anointed does not mean all problems will be solved no the anointing is like a drug is specific in its operation you can have the grace for healing and, and remain poor because the grace that manipulates a climate of favor is not on you thou shalt take joshua in whom there is the spirit and thou shalt anoint him filled with the spirit but anoint him and later the bible says the spirit of wisdom came upon joshua when moses anointed him so he was anointed but not with the spirit of wisdom so you can say i'm anointed but your results you know the kind of anointing working in your life by the testimonies that recycle in your life very simple there is there is no argument when certain possibilities are not captured in your experience is a messless reflection of the grace on you or otherwise please learn this believers as we seek to pray it is always what is on you that controls what is around you what is around you is governed by what is on you so my possibilities and your possibilities are not governed by the love of god no 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 not at all not at all he loves us all equally but various factors our spiritual understanding and our levels and dimensions of access to the anointing and what kind of anointing there are types of anointings there are levels of anointings there are dimensions of the anointing that's why although anointed god still calls a solemn assembly to upgrade us again you see that yes i'm taking our time to dwell here because i want us to maximize it many people fall down in services every sunday and stand up clean their clothes and go back and they become like the vessel of the woman in second kings remember just kept the little vessel that was her miracle and while she was telling the prophets, I have nothing except the oil was hearing her. The oil was joining the conversation. You call me small? And the prophet looks at her and says, I know what the problem is. Go and borrow vessels. He says, borrow not a few. And she came and began to pour the oil and the oil expanded. And she paid her debt and lived off the rest. Is God blessing us? You need to be anointed. My head shall thou exalt like the horn of an unicorn. And I shall be anointed with fresh oil. I shall be anointed in business with fresh oil. Do you not know that every time there is consistency of result, there is a grace behind it? You know there is nothing consistent. Whether the result producer is aware of the agency sponsoring his result or not. I tell you this people of God. If everybody likes you everywhere there is a grace. Because this world is too wicked to allow that kind of thing be general. Nobody just likes you like that. There is a grace. 
It's called an oil of gladness that can set men above their fellows. It's true. Esther, before she met Ahasuerus, the Bible lets us know that Esther met Haggai, the keeper of the, the, the king's virgins, and he gave her a particular ointment. He said, for one year, keep rubbing it. I know that man in the palace you are about to meet. If you just go with beauty, you will soon go out like Vashti. It takes more than beauty. Use this oil for one year. And the king looks at her and is under the influence of that oil. Listen, this our world is a compendium of mysteries. What you do not know can destroy you. Is God helping us? So two people can be on earth. We're, we're about to pray. Two people loved by God, filled with the spirit of God, but their possibilities are east and west. Abel Kuta is a good land. Great people have come out of here. You can be in this land and never eat the bread of this land. Whereas someone enters this land, as soon as he steps in, what is on him starts calling for bread from everywhere. He's not praying. He's not fasting. It is a grace. Suddenly, somebody who was supposed to pass straight passes through Abel Kuta. He didn't just pass through. What is on him is like a magnet. He's calling. And he comes and says, you see, and something just told me to come. I've been praying. I've been asking God, who do we bless? And I mean, now that I'm seeing you, God confirmed it. Remember, he passed you. Let me tell you this. Do you know that while Elijah was on his way to the widow's house, he met other widows too. He just greeted them. Good afternoon. How are you? How is the farmer? And may God bless you. And he passed. There were many widows in Zarephath. Were Bible students. To none was Elijah sent. The person to respect was not Elijah. The person to respect was the widow. What did she do that isolated her for a prophet to come and meet her? Is God blessing us? We must understand the precepts of the kingdom. There are people in this city that never go out of jobs for four months. Another one must come. It's a grace. It's a grace. It's a grace. You, you have to learn this. It's not just about qualification. It's a grace. Are we together? There is a grace that comes on you that will make God delay another person because you made a mistake so that you must catch up. You need to meet that person and you have done something wrong and God will delay another person. This, this is the thing about God that when you learn it will make you fear him. Jacob have I loved. Esau have I hated. Have you seen that kind of thing? Yes. Hagar is crying in the desert. Her baby is also crying. And the Bible says God heard the voice of the young lad. What of the woman's voice? The mother carrying the child, her voice did not reach heaven. The baby is crying too. God comes for the sake of the child. Because he told Abraham, whatever comes out of you, whether it's by mistake or provided it came out of you, the covenant cried and God said, I cannot deny myself. He came and an oasis came out of there. Our world is not magical, but it's deeply mysterious.
we must sustain the intelligence to read the writings on the wall. If we casually just say, I'm born again, I do devotion in the morning, life will beat you to a point that you will leave God one day. This is why Abel Kuta, listen, please, I'm speaking from the depth of my heart. It's the spirit of revelation. We need to access the truth. What are the keys? What are the keys? What are the keys? It is true that God restores, but how does he do it? Because now, you are talking now. I, I graduated 15, 20 years ago. Can you imagine that by now, at my age, I don't have a house? You think God is going to restore you and give you breakthrough by giving you a job? Will you build a house with a job at age 50? No, no, let's, I mean, we went to school. We're intelligent people. Think about it. A job cannot be the secret to that. No. So that you then know how to pray. You see, restoration is not progress. Restoration is being taken by the hand of the spirit. Restoration is a manipulation of time. It's not moving forward. Because you see, listen, when the hindrance that keeps you is taken away and you move, you, you are still behind time. That's why the first thing to be restored is years, not things. When years are restored, listen, listen, you watch videos. Remember those days when we watch, uh, what they call them, uh, all of those. When you rewind, you see something back and it takes you back and you can watch again. What you really lost was not money, you lost time. The highest commodity on earth is time. So says a dying man. When a man is dying and you say, what do you want? You won't say, I forgot my ATM at home. Say, please give me time. Was Hezekiah not that man? Give me time. Give me time. Lord, I've served you. I qualify for time. God says, let me add time. Because everything that happens in the earth is regulated by the law of times and seasons. So when God gives you time, he has given you all things. Someone said, I will never make it. And God says, I will give you time. Ah, somebody, this is a message for someone. Don't laugh at me yet. Give me time. Give me time. I, I know that, I know that, yes, in the Bible, when the vine did not produce the first year, he said, give it time. Give it time. This, let's, he said, no, give it time. Ah, there's a man of God here. Who, this is a word for someone. I know that the anointing is not yet speaking in my life, but don't conclude. Just give me time. Because whoever has time, everything that happens in time, and you know, God is so powerful, he attached his mercy to time. That means you are only qualified to experience mercy if you are in time. Once you are outside time, that's why Satan cannot be forgiven. Because he does not exist in the realm of time. His mercies are only new every morning. So if, you, if God gives you time, with that time he has also given you mercy. You see, his mercy recycles every 24 hours. These are the things we must know about God. They make you immovable. They make you unshakable. When you speak, what demons see is not your words. It's the understanding that sponsors your speaking. That's what creates the response. Are we together now? Be blessed. Mm -mm. It's not just about random prophecy. Be blessed. What are the spiritual forces that sponsor the understanding? Because it's out of the abundance of the heart. The ingredients like that of a cake. You know how you make a cake. 
you mix everything there the oven just finishes what you are doing you carry empty flour and put it in the oven you, you will burn that place and burn your house for nothing so the mixing happens inside that plate and that plate is your heart you know what keys to put this is why understanding is a miracle for someone that may be your prayer request this night lord give me understanding it's very clear that i'm not getting this thing well a believers conference is where we come and remember we by god's grace we are people who are already fruitful coming here we are not people who are starting and the system of the kingdom is that you are only pruned when you are fruitful if you are not fruitful you need to your your own is not you, you can't prove what is not fruitful so when god looks at you and sees what you can do and sees what you can do more than you have not yet done then he uses a convention like this to prune you it's a woman of god you can rise higher than that you have done this you have done well you have done well but this one thing i have against you make this adjustment and suddenly your life will rise up like an edifice as i'm talking to you now for many of you the spirit of god is reminding you now so this is the kind of anointing i've been looking for i didn't know the name why is it that i'm anointed people come to my church receive miracles and go that means the keeping grace is not there there is a grace that keeps it's true but i know whom i believed and i'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which is committed to him against that day there is a grace that keeps as you are hearing me speak by the spirit you look at your destiny as a believer as a champion as a general and you begin to find out i see god i give you thanks this grace is here in my life i can see the testimony but this one lord i can't finish this conference with this there is hardship in my life i love you i pray i can prophesy but this finance thing will just not leave me lord what is the problem see when when the spirit of hardship is on you money or no money doesn't make any difference the result will always be the same it's a spirit spirits influence men and situations to assume the character of that spirit give a man who does not have the grace for prosperity first of all is i'm telling you so that you will know why most of our innocent ones they prayed for promotion and god promoted them twice yet the situation did not change destinies become enviable through the graces that support you not just your desire please understand this I bless the Lord for what God is doing in my life and my ministry. I thank you because you love me so much in this region. But did you know there is a grace that makes you listen to my messages? You think you just listen to it? You use your money to download? Give a bike man? Go everywhere? You think about it? No. It is only marvelous because it's the Lord's doing. There is a grace. There is an exact grace. If you have not followed what our teachings do, after our messages are uploaded online, in 24 hours there are at least 1 million downloads. How do you explain that? I'm not on L. No. Listen, listen. 
you know the grace is present by the results that follow. This is what I'm saying. When the grace came on Elisha, immediately the sea did not part for Elijah. The sea did not part for Elisha. It parted for whoever carried the mantle. So, life does not have a bias uniquely designed to you. It's what is on you that is speaking to creation. Something on you is asking creation. Listen, listen, listen. Let's, let's understand this. The lions were educated by something on Daniel. And they stayed calm. The presence of the angels securing it. When other people entered, what did the lion suddenly see? If they were men, we can bring politics inside. But these are lions. They didn't even wait for the people to land. That means they were hungry, even while they were silent. So, when an enemy is nice to you, it doesn't mean he stopped being wicked. Something on you gave an instruction. It created a spiritual barrier. Some of you, as soon as we share this grace, you will go home and gather your loved ones and say, sit down. I know what the problem is now. It's not about job. Uh -uh. Let's stop wasting our time. I came for a Belkuta Believers Conference and I learned that a body without a spirit is dead. Our shop is a body. Where is the spirit behind it? No wonder, no wonder it does not rise. We are focusing on creating bodies and the spirit that backs it is not there. And then you calm down and tell them, my sister, I know what the key is. You have been crying that you are now 38 and there's no man to marry you. I found out that you will not need nine years to give birth. I found out that time is something that is within God's hands. And he's able to cause nine years to be nine months in a mystery called triplex. It's not a miracle. It's a way time is compressed. Because a woman must give birth nine months, then you rest. Nine months, then you rest nine months then you rest if you give birth one one you even need more money i hope you know that you give birth one you rest wait until you are promoted you add one more your wife will not allow herself to suffer for nothing like that if it's a sacrifice it's all right but it can be something intentionally done yet god giving you that triplets a government official can say this does not happen all the time let me take on so god didn't just give you a child he restored time We're going to pray. The last thing that you receive is an opportunity to fellowship with the brethren. It is important. The Bible says to neglect not the gathering of the brethren as the manner of some is. Psalm 133 says, Behold how good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. Then it likens it to the oil that comes upon the priest Aaron. That it comes down to his bed and to his cat. In other words, the oil starts from the head and every part of the body partakes of it. And the Bible says there, in that gathering, the Lord had commanded the blessing. So every time the saints gather, there is a command from heaven. The blessing. There, the Lord had commanded the blessing. What are we receiving tonight? The grace that will make sufficient we are not all receiving the same thing there are people here god has seen you and said you love me but you are the only one who knows me in your family 
and so i will not only anoint you to be a preacher you have to prosper otherwise your mother will die of of hunger and so while other people are receiving graces for this god isolates you and says look it's time to place upon you the grace that brings divine supplies i pray that you believe these things that we're sharing listen please listen listen let me repeat myself it is what is on you that controls what is around you no no what is on you there are exact graces a man can carry let me tell you you can carry that grace tonight by tomorrow you are standing with financial supplies that will amaze you it's true it's true don't get used to hardship and just believe that that is the will of god no and i'm not just talking listen let me tell you this by the grace of god and with all humility i'm not someone who is financially illiterate so when you hear me say these things i appreciate i know that here there are brilliant millionaires billionaires probably business people with business acumen men of god don't talk from a standpoint of ignorance you know sometimes when we speak like this we just say it's because somebody gives you free money free tithe. we are not exactly that stupid it's true there are three levels of wealth the first level of wealth is called transactional wealth that is the level where you exchange value for a reward money being just one of the many rewards are we together now so you exchange value you convert that value into products and services that are needed and useful communicated with excellence to a targeted consumer base that's what we call business are we together the art of packaging your value to make sure that you communicate it intelligently into products and services to a targeted consumer base you can be blessed that way god can empower it the second level of wealth is called transformational wealth you don't sell products you give it free you see that the difference between the first and the second is that you bless people lavishly and you are rewarded for changing lives and transforming destinies now the transformational wealth is greater than transactional wealth in many regards because if i am a billionaire and this is 100 naira i will give you 200 and say give me my change the price is fixed 100 naira is 100 naira correct but transformation if pastor shegun blesses me I reward him based on my perception of how impactful he was to me. So for someone, that perception is 10,000. For another, that perception is 10 million. For another, that perception is 100 million. Are you seeing that now? The third dimension of wealth, and that's where many people have not entered, is called sovereign wealth. Wealth by the finger of God. Samaria, by this time tomorrow, that a prophet speaks, no transaction happened nobody changed anybody's life the bread the manna that came from heaven and they were not allowed to save and yet another one came the bread that elijah the the raven that brought bread for elijah at brook cherith jesus multiplies five loaves and two fish in an instant what investment can give you that 
five loaves and two fish. You feed 5,000 people within hours and 12 baskets remaining. This is a dimension that no economic policy can explain. We need to open ourselves to all the dimensions that are possible. And I showed you yesterday, I will still show you the scripture. There is a dimension of sovereign wealth. Dear men of God, God is able to assist us in that area. It's true. That God raises men. If God raises people you blessed, it's transformational. But where strangers feed your flock, <clears throat> it's a different thing for someone to say, I listened to your message. Or I was healed. I want to come and buy a generator or a sound system. I want to build a house for you. I give you an estate, land, that's alright. But where a total stranger influenced by God alongside the grace that is upon you, then you will marvel and wonder. That's why a lot of people look at preachers and get angry. And just say, these people, they just collect money. It's not true. I know that there are little imbalances, but look, let me tell you, all you see on the man of God is not all there is. They surround themselves with mysteries like chariots and play life like a chess. I share these things with you because that's the grace that you it is your responsibility to cry like blind Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus. You know the grace that is not working. Listen, in, in the next few minutes, we're going to cry. just take off your golden crown. We know what area is not working. These graces are available, they are available, they are available. I wish I had time, I would have shared with you. My not every anointing on me came directly from God. I have been like a spiritual archaeologist searching for potent careers of these graces. It's true. There is almost there, there is almost no campground in this your area that I've not at one time just smuggled myself to come to roll and say, Lord, what grace did you invest here? Yet you are here. You see. Listen. We're rounding up. I hope I'm not, I'm not boring you. I'm opening up my heart to us because I truly want us to step into certain graces. There were certain great evangelists They've gone to be with the Lord, both of them. I saw the remarkable workings of God's Spirit upon their life. Remarkable dimensions. In a single meeting, they could bring out 100 wheelchairs. 100. Not to pray for a crowd. Then if you are healed, come out. Come with your wheelchair and stand up and keep it. 1, 2, 3, till 98, 99, 100. What kind of grace is that? That, that one is not a grace for miracles. It's the grace for creation. And I was planning to go to the U.S. to go and scrub their toilets for three weeks. Not going as a man of God. No, I was not going there to go and say we are, we are colleagues. Can, can, can I see whether there's one or two things I can get from you? No. I honestly wanted to scrub their toilets with all my heart. Praying. 
I've shared with you my encounter with Reinhard Bonke. I don't know if I shared it here or was it in logic in Abuja. It was at Canaan land. God gave me an instruction that one day he was going to give me an instruction to go and sow a seed in the life of God's servant, Bishop David Oedo. And that day came and the Lord told me this was the day. I got up, carried the seed and I was on my way Got the next available flight, came to Canaan land, went in, sowed the seed, the rest is history. I came out to enter the car and the Holy Spirit told me, come out. And he said, place your hand on the ground, right on the ground here. And I laid my hands there and the Spirit of God told me, from this day you have entered overflow. See, when you see, um, let me talk to you. There are men of God here, fathers, mentors, listen to me. I want to speak to everyone. Please respect these servants of God you see in this life. Not everybody will tell you their story. But if you see real results, respect it. Behind every manifestation are untold sacrifices. From prayer to giving to seeds. All kinds of things. Are we together now? We are going to pray and you are about to receive something. But let me encourage you. Don't be part of those who will sit down and talk about men of God and tear them down and say, what is there? This one was my classmate. I used to know him. Did you do the same thing? Was Peter not older than Jesus? One day Jesus said, little children, have you any catch? Peter would have said, you met me with a wife. My mother-in-law was sick. You healed her of malaria. Have you forgotten? It's in the Bible. Listen, let me tell you this. No true man of God will abuse the privilege of honor given to him. Any man of God that abuses the privilege of honor is immature. You see, honor is a trust. When people are loyal to you, it is required in stewards that we be found faithful. However, there are graces that continue to pass you every day in this land. And some of them may not be men of God, but you know the grace on them by the consistency of the results. There are some of your parents that never begged in your scene. They didn't go to school, yet they never begged. Quarter to shame, a visitor will leave everywhere and come and say, Mama, I just came to bless you. You need to find out who prayed for mama when she was 11 years, that you were not born, that you have trivialized. For your 25 or so years of stay in that house before you left, mama never begged for bread. And that every time mama cried, God must raise somebody to help her. You, you, you studied it and saw that this is a grace. The moment mama starts to sing and cry, that's it. Somebody will lack his sleep, must stand up and come and respond. Just because Daniel was not happy, the king didn't sleep. Haba! Can that kind of grace be on you so that your boss will stop disturbing you once and for all? Don't you think that's a useful grace? That a man has vowed that if I'm in this office, you will not rise. He is right until what is coming tonight comes on him. 
then that's when you will know that the pride of men without God is vanity. The Bible is full of foolish and arrogant kings. Pharaoh beat his chest at his half-brother, Moses. Then Ramesses, now the Pharaoh of Egypt. And when that grace, for 430 years, the grace was not in, in the nation of Israel. And they suffered. But when the grace came on them, it was like a charm on Pharaoh. He carried gold and gave them. Do you think Pharaoh was in his right mind when he did that? No, no. Just, just Bible. Bible. Do you think he was in his right mind? Immediately they left. He came back to himself and said, what have I done? Chase them. That means it's, it's not, it was manipulation. It's not from demons. There is a name God is called. The father of spirits. Every human spirit is subject to him. He can touch the heart of a king. And so you are saying, Lord, give us land. And the man said, I own this land. Your church will never have it. Let that grace come and you will see. I, look, let me tell you. Happy is a man who finds this truth. You will see your results. It will marvel you. You will wonder, ah, what is this? There are men and women of God in this city. Powerful, anointed, but nobody will buy your books. Nobody will patronize the grace of God upon your life. Great spiritual investment, but there's no demand for you. I can tell you what is wrong. You are under a closed heaven. The word, Jesus, was under a closed heaven for 30 years as the word of God until his heavens opened and then a voice spoke, Hear ye him. From that day, no gate closed for him. What of your prayer life going down? It's an attack. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1. Ask ye of the rain in the time of the latter rain. Don't wish it. Ask it. That's what we are going to do now. Ask. Ask ye. If you call it a downpour. Ask ye. That means when you notice that the season has come, start asking. Lord the rain. Don't sit down and say, oh, this is the time I know. No, no. I had the opportunity to see the man who wrote that song. It is raining. When I saw him and he said he was on the mountain many years ago, they were praying and God told them about the revival come. Then I saw him. I said, wow. So this is the man that sang that song. I thought he was one of the old saints that had gone to be with the Lord. Ask ye of rain. When? In the time don't ask any time. Mm -mm. You can ask for any other thing. Give us this day our daily bread. But when you see, there are prayers that you pray at certain seasons. When you discern that is rainy season, then you start gathering your seeds and gathering your, your farm things. Now that we have seen from this conference, it's true. This is the third year? Yes. And it's very prophetic because after two days he will revive us. But on the third day, you will raise us up. There's gonna be a great awakening. There's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be a great awakening. 
There's gonna be a great awakening And everyone who calls on Jesus In the next two or three minutes, please, I just want you to find a corner alone with God. Ask for the rain. You know the dimension that you need in your life. I'm going to be crying to God on my own life. Lord, there are dimensions. You have to do something in my ministry, in my life. In the name of Jesus, I don't care what door and for how long. I come tonight by the rod of a higher priesthood and I declare those gates be open. Hallelujah. He said, I prophesied as I was commanded and there was a sound. I declare that anything dying or dead in your life hear the word of the Lord I speak by the hand of the God of Jeshurun it comes alive now it comes alive now it comes alive now God, you're, you've seen this in your family, you've seen this in ministry. That your eyes will see. He said, That which we have seen, Pastor, that which we have heard, that which our hands handled, is a cause for you to see things and not handle it. Why then was it shown you? Is God able to show a man a thing and not deliver it to his hand? You keep seeing that soon the family situation will change. Soon the ministry will grow. After fasting, you have a dream. But it has been like that forever. The Bible says they are taken for a prey and none say it restore. In the name that is above all names. Provided your eyes saw it, I deliver it to your hands. Provided your eyes saw it. Believe me, believe it, believe it. Provided your eyes see it. Let it enter your hands. I decree, whoever is holding something God has already said is your own, I declare by the power of God, they release it to you now. They release it to you now. They release it to you now. Every church and every family trusting God for land, trusting God for space. Did he not dig a well and they covered it? He dug another one, they covered it. Then he dug the third one and they left him and he called it Rehoboth. God has given me my own space. I declare, I, you may not see the wind. You may not see the wind, but I speak to you. That which is yours territorially, step into it now. Step into it now. Step into it now.
Listen. We are praying. And Isaac sowed pastor in that land and reaped that same year. Say that same year. When you sow, you should reap that year. A harvest should not be more than a year. So if you have sown 2015, you did not reap. 2016, you did not reap. 2017, what happened? Isaac sowed in a land of famine and reaped that same year. I declare that in the name of Jesus, every harvest that should have entered your hands but hijacked by the powers of darkness, we release them in their fall to your life now. I want to cause the spirit of hardship. Hardship is not about lack of money. It's a strategy to occupy you so you do not have the time to give God. It's a strategy that was employed in Egypt when Moses announced the exodus of the people. Pharaoh said, is it not because the people are idle? We are giving them straw and that's why they have the time to call upon their God. Stop giving them straw. Add to their hardship and they will spend their time looking for straw and forget about God. Hardship is a cause. It's not about lack of things. It's a system of distraction. It takes time to serve God. And when that time is occupied by mundane things, then you find out that your whole life will go like a vapor. The grace that makes things happen with ease. The grace that makes things happen with ease. The ministry of men to you. The ministry of men. Not just the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Ease comes from the ministry of men. I declare, may those men show up in your life now. Hallelujah. David is in a cave called Adulam and certain men come and meet a man hiding in a cave and vow that we will make you king. You are seeing a weak man already. You should even run away from him in spite of your weakness. We will make you king. Listen, when God draws the hearts of men and connects them to you, you will fear the things they will do for you. One man, one man may not be a member of your church. But can come by the spirit and say God sent me My assignment is to make sure This man of God never cries There are men like that no, Not everybody is a manipulator People of God Please hear me Let's get this thing straight I've had the privilege That God has given me With very great men to make just one phone call hello sir honorable sir please can you help a b ah my apostle let the person send this and that and they don't even ask what the person studied please listen listen your victory is not just in the hands of god it's also in the hands of men it is within the bible says withhold not good 
from him that it is due when it is within your power. There are people it is within their power to wipe the tears of others. But you see, everybody that blesses you has relatives who are in need too. Whatever will make him leave them and come to you must be supernatural. And I declare, the kind of favor you have never seen in your life, may the God of all grace, the helper of men, channel and provoke that favor to your life now. 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 to your prayer life but it was not like this you used to sustain the grace in your fellowship to pray and travel in the spirit but right now 10 minutes of prayer you are sleeping and snoring through the night you sleep by 9 p.m to wake up by 12 but you wake up by 7 in the morning something is wrong a man who does not have control over his spirit is like a city without walls no it takes more than an alarm clock is the health of your spirit man and that the fire that is upon the altar will never go down i declare i don't know what has happened to your prayer life in the name of jesus tonight the spirit of prayer and supplication let it rest upon you now let it rest upon you now Hallelujah. There is a grace that teaches men to say no. It's a grace. It gives you the courage to say no. May that grace rest on you. May that grace rest on you. Listen any association around your life pushing you into things that take away the hand and the power of god i cost those associations tonight listen solomon who saw the manifest presence of god twice in his life came to a point of depravity where he offered incense to strange gods the bible says the egyptian women made him do so Whatever will compromise your testimony in the name that is above all names, we tear it down in this conference. Parents, I pray for your children. What you did not do that the devil wants them to do to bring shame, we declare that that spirit is silenced now. for dissatisfaction that no matter how people are praising you and say you are doing well there is that hunger to go deeper to go higher may that grace in the name of Jesus for genuine fellowship may it come upon you now may that grace come upon you in the name of Jesus